Cautiously Optimistic Podcast and the Locked On Sabres Podcast present part two of our Sabres Super Draft. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's up, everybody? Welcome in to another crossover edition of the Locked On Sabres and the Cautiously Optimistic Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo Podcast Network. We are going through the second part of our Sabres Super Draft today. And, you know, it's a rainy August day. You know, I, what, what am I going to do outside? Like, it's perfect day <laughs> to sit inside, draft some Sabres in the, uh, in the air conditioning. Um, and we had fun with the first 10 rounds. Did it go as well as you guys had hoped? Yeah. About. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think in the last part, we, I, I, I said I might have just one regret, but that's all. I'm happy. Yeah. I, I'm pretty happy, too. I'll, I'll be happier if I get... I think picking Jack Eichel is going to tank my poll results uh, from the fans, <laughs> but hopefully the simulation can, uh, can get me going in the right direction. Um, I will also say... Like, this is more the team itself than even just doing this exercise. Something about doing this exercise is already like, oh, just give me the opening night. Yeah, yeah I don't want to skip the mm-hmm. summer. But, I mean, this again, not saying much because I think everybody is feeling this way because of what the team did last year. I am more excited for the start of this season than any season for, like, 10 years. Yeah, this is the first time I've been excited two years in a row, I think. Oh, my God. Probably my first time as a fan. There's yeah. expectations. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, great. I don't know about you guys, but like, I I see a clip on Twitter or something from last from last season, and I have to scroll by it because I'll get too excited and just <laughs> I'll I'll start thinking about it, and it's like, oh, it's still two months away, and I I can't do it. I just have to speed right by it. My my YouTube al- algorithm now, like when you go on YouTube, it's like giving you like recommended videos from like what you've watched before. Mm-hmm. My entire recommended video section is just. Here, here's every goal Jack Quinn scored last year. Yeah. Um, or, oh, here's great plays by Casey Middlestat last year. And, oh, this is overtime goals the Sabres scored last year. Oh. Just, It's all Sabre highlights. It's all Sabre highlights for me. I've seen that overtime winner against the Wild pop up like three oh. times this offseason, and I'm like, oh. That's I was the- supposed to be at that game. I was oh. in the, the Raleigh, North Carolina airport and yeah. just watching, and I'm like, ah, oh, I should be there. What a fun <laughs> season. So funny too that that goal is like one of the better goals of the year. That's the roar before the horn. You really hear mm-hmm. it there. Yeah. That overtime is crazy. And like Victor Olison's the guy who scored it. And like, not that we're <laughs> running him out of town, but you know, I still think it's a very good chance that he's not on the team at the start of the year. But we'll see. Jack Quinn's injury. You never know how that might have changed things. Anyways, it, proper introductions. Joe Marino um, from uh, the Cautiously Optimistic podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Joe Marino TCB. And then uh, Lucas Buckley, who, you know, one of my cohorts over at uh, Odyssey Buffalo Indeed. at L-V-K-E-T-C-B on Twitter. So Luke, but with just the V in exchange for the U. Um, and the good news about Twitter, like, blowing up in, into flames is that you might get that U on a different platform. Yeah, you know, this is just going to make me go and check that once we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> I got to check on that, see if that person still exists. 
I also reached my quota of making fun of uh, X at least once every show yeah. uh, on today's episode. All right, well, let's get back into it. So we are in round 11. We're halfway through our draft, and everybody's pretty happy with their teams. It's hard really to not do well, I think, in the first 10 rounds because everybody is like a legend that you're picking or near a legend. But now I think it starts to get a little bit more challenging. You got to go for your deeper dives and what might fit for your specific team because, you know, a lot of the guys were picking Perot. Like, all these guys are great at everything, uh, or at least good at everything. And now we're going to have guys that might have some holes in their game and how that will fit into our lineup. So I'm very curious, more, I mean, more so about the second part of our, uh, our draft here. So, so far, if you're wondering what our teams look like, Joe's team, he had the first overall pick. Um, top line so far, Pierre Turgeon, Danny Gare, Alexander McGillney. Um, second line, Dale Howarchuk and Mike Foligno. Third line, Michael Pekka with... Craig Ramsey, or actually Ramsey would be, are you putting him on your third line or your second line? You want him on your second line, don't you? Yes, I want him on my third okay. line. You're, you yes. want him on third line, okay. Yes. Two Selkie, the only two Selkie winners in Sabre history on that third line. Uh, defense pairing of Phil Housley and John Van Boxmeer with Dominic Hasek in goal, which is always going to be tough to beat. Luke's team so far, the French connection up top. I mean, as good as you'll do as the top line, of course. Second line so far, Danny Briere and Miroslav Shatan. Third line center is a 47 goal scorer in Tage Thompson. It's a pretty good start. Defense, J uh, Brian Campbell, Alexi Zitnik, and then Jason Woolley on the second pair with Tom Barrasso in that. My team so far, Pat LaFontaine, Thomas Vanek, and Dave Andrewchuk on the top line. Chris Drury, Jason Pominville on the second line. Jack Eichel, yes, I did it, whatever. He's my third line center with Rasmus Dahlin, Mike Ramsey, and Jim Schoenfeld. Making up the blue line, Ryan Miller in goal. I drafted a million Team USA players, um, which, you know, may give me some you know, bonus points. I don't know. We'll see. All right. First pick of round 11. Let's go to Joe for the first pick of today's episode. I'm going to go with Jeff Skinner here to be my second line left winger. Add a little more good skaters and some goals on my team. If it weren't for Ralph Kruger, Skinner might have a chance at cracking the top five for all-time goal scorers in Buffalo Sabres history. So Skinner rounds out my top six. Very happy with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He would have, I mean, without the Kruger years, he would, you're right, top five. He might still, I mean, he's at 129. 10th is 217. Will he score, will he score 90 more goals for the Sabres? Probably. He probably will, right? The rest yeah. of that contract, he should. So he's got, what, five years left? So yeah, he'll probably be top 10. All time, or he'll, maybe he'll come close. Uh, Luke's up for the second pick of round 11. All right. You know what? Um, I was thinking of ending the last part uh, with this. I was thinking of ending round 10 with this pick, but uh, I'm going to go defense again. One of my favorites, Jay McKee. Jay McKee. How about this? <laughs> 10 years Gritty. in Buffalo, under 600 games played. Gritty, yes, but couldn't stay healthy. But hey, assistant captain, he's going to get a letter on this team. Mm-hmm. Jay McKee, the chop block expert, of course, in that 0506 <laughs> team. Him and Jason Woolley. All right. Jay that's a, that's a hard-edged um, pairing yeah. right there. Yeah. They would have had some experience playing together, I think, too. McKee maybe in the early years. Yeah. All right. So I'm up for my round 11 pick. And I feel as though I need another second-line winger. So I'm going to pick... My favorite player of all time. I can't leave this draft without him. So if it's a little bit of a reach, 
Whatever. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to pick Max Finneganoff. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> he is the fastest player, I believe, in Saber history. And he's going to have lots of chemistry. Although, this is a weird pairing in that, like, I feel like I'm paper. It's, well, I've right now got a second line of Chris Drury, Jason Pomaville, and Max Finneganoff. Well, chemistry, right? They all played in the same team. I'm not sure any of them ever played together. Like, they were always on different lines. Like, right? Pomaville used to play with Roy. Uh, or, excuse me, Pomaville would play with Briere. Um, Finneganoff would play with Roy and Vanek. And Drury would, like, have his own line. So, I just picked three players I'm not sure ever played together, but we're on the same team. So, I'm going to hope it goes well. So, Finneganoff is my third pick of round 11, as I, again, forget that I'm always going back-to-back -back here <laughs> because it's a snake draft. Uh, so, first pick of round 12. I'll go... Schoenfeld makes me kind of want to go for a different type of defenseman. I'll go... I'm struggling. Yeah, we're getting to that point now. There's no slam dunk picks anymore. Right. I know it. It's like I already have three centers. Like, I guess I can move a guy. I, 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 any qualms with that? Moving a guy to a different position? No, no absolutely Go not. Ahead. All right. You know what? I'll lean into being the villain. What What the hell? Give me Ryan O'Reilly. He was going to be my next pick. Okay. <laughs> Give me my... Let, let me be the villain. I'm going to put him with Eichel, too. Just to, oh. I'm gonna have a, an ultimate villain villain line. Like they might not even like each other, right? But whatever. <laughs> I got Eichel and O'Reilly on the same line. Sue me. You can hate them all you want, but they're gonna play well together. So, all right, give me O'Reilly. That's the vengeance line right there. Jeez, vengeance line. The uh, I right. hate being here line. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, oh boy. Oh, going real far down the list here. Um. You know what? <sighs> Thinking I should uh maybe round out my my center core here um yeah maybe wasn't always the most entertaining player but um hey he could he could do some stuff for you i'm gonna go with uh Jochen Hash. Ooh, yeah another key We're... piece some good teams yep yep absolutely he uh is gonna give you anything you need too right like That's defense right. Um, little gritty, but you know he'll give you some scoring as well. He, yeah. You're, I'm assuming you're putting with Briere, right? And I think, uh, yeah, I might have to throw, uh, throw Briere. Uh, Briere can switch between center and wing, so you I get mean, a they hooked. Draft they hooked combination. They hooked up on a on a pretty legendary playoff goal, game one against the Flyers. Hash across That's the right. ice, Briere. That's right. Overtime. All right, Jokin Hash is the second pick of round twelve. Joe's on the clock for the third pick of round twelve. Gonna address the defense here with my back-to-back -back picks. A very large D pair. I'm gonna pick Owen Power and Tyler Myers. Oh, wow. Wow, that All is right. some size. That is some size. Tyler Myers just for his rookie year alone. Yeah, yeah. I am closing the Tyler Myers tab. Uh, and Owen Power odd. for his rookie year alone. Exactly, so <laughs> a very large line. Yeah. <laughs> So, so far, Joe's blue line, he's got Power and Myers on the second pair with Housley and Voxmere on the on the top pair. Whew. All right, some size for Joe. Um, before we continue on with our draft, I want to let you know about one of our sponsors here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. We are presented by Bird Dogs. 
I love bird dogs. If you listen to me enough, you know I'm a massive golfer. Um, I love golfing, and I golfing means I'm obsessed with golf clothes. So whether that's shorts, whether that's joggers, whether that's polos or whatnot, um, I'm in. And the joggers for bird dogs are my favorite. They are they are light. They fit perfect. They really you could wear them in a bunch of different settings. Like they are, I, I buy jo golf joggers and then wear them all the time, you know, out to dinners or to family gatherings or whatnot. Um, it's my new go-to really for pants in any situation. And bird dogs are my favorite bird dogs. Also with shorts, stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts. Cause they're, which are made of that stiff restricting cotton bird dogs fix that issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but it stretches so you get a way slimmer look uh without sacrificing any movement so right now go to birddogs.com slash locked on nhl or you can enter the promo code locked on nhl for a free white tech hat again a free white tech hat uh if you go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or put the promo code in locked on NHL for a free white tech hat you don't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you Joe DiBiase, Joe Marino and Lucas Buckley back here on the locked on Sabres and the cautiously optimistic podcast doing a fun exercise going through a Sabres super draft we are in round 13 Joe just made the first pick of round 13 selecting Tyler Myers to round out his second pair of his blue line with Owen Power which means Luke is back on the clock his top two lines are set unless he wants to make some more coaching adjustments Tage is the third line center and he's got that third pair on his blue line to fill out so where does he go next Luke you're up I'm gonna go with a sneaky good scorer Donald Audette. The French gorilla. Have you guys seen his numbers as a Sabre? I, like, I'm guessing 20 goal seasons consistently. Yeah. Um, played here, so from 91 to 98, uh, he had a 31 goal season, 29 goal season, 24 goal season, 28 and 24. And then there were a couple years where it looked like he was injured, and I think 94, 95 was a lockout. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, in that lockout year, 24 goals in 46 games. Wow. Finished in sixth half the in, season, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth in Calder voting also in 92. Okay. So Donald Audette is going to go play with, uh, with Paige Thompson on yes. that third line. All right. My next selection, I have three defensemen. I have eight forwards. I have one goaltender. And I've got Eichel O'Reilly. Like I kind of almost want to be like Reinhardt sitting there. Dare I? I mean, uh, I, I don't. I don't want to force it. I don't feel like I need to unless the guy's the most talented player on the board. I don't want to be a total jerk. Um, <laughs> so I'll pick my my second second pair defenseman, um, and I'm gonna go with Jerry Korab. I'll oh, give respect to the old guard, King, King Kong right. Korab. King yep. Kong Korab. How do you beat a nickname like that? I mean. <laughs> The guy's name is King Kong. I mean, good. I already told you you're not coming to the front of that with Sean Feld. Now I'm the both Sean Feld and Korab and Mike Ramsey. I know I'm like ultra defensive here with my blue line, but I think my forwards can sustain enough scoring up front with O'Reilly and Pominville and Drury and those defensemen. Like I feel like I can compete with Joe for the best defensive team. Joe's just got Hashik uh, and I guess Selkie guys oh, too. Yeah. But I think I could compete. I think I could play his style of hockey and uh, potentially win. So I've got King Kong Korab with my uh, with the third pick of round thirteen, 
And then I'll fill out my third line with the first pick of round 14. And I'm going to go with another defensive forward. I'm going to pick Don Luce. Oh, Don Luce, another on old my school radar. player. Okay. Um, Don Luce once scored two goals on the same penalty. Shorthanded. He scored two goals himself <laughs> when his own team was shorthanded. In fact, I meant to dig this up and I should have. I believe... Yeah. No, no, he's second. Craig Ramsey's first all-time in shorthanded goals. Luce is second, though. 27 and 25. Like, they are right there. By the way, you would never guess in a million years who's third in Sabre history in shorthanded goals. He's been drafted already. Really? Yeah. Um, in oh fact, he's on... Luke, he's on your team. Really? Is it... It's not McKee, right? No, 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 no. Okay, not defenseman. Not a defenseman. Um, it's a guy you would not have thought is whatever have killed penalties. Shatan. Shatan. Wow. Why did they have him out there? I have no idea. <laughs> I never in a million years would have guessed he ever killed a penalty for this team. Yeah. He has 15. Luce had 25. Ramsey had 27. Pekka right behind that at 14. Uh, but I like my uh, my Don Luce pick. I felt like he was deserving of being picked. Um, 526 points for the Sabres, ranked 7th all-time. That's, that's as good as you're going to do at this point in the draft, I think. Uh, all right, so Don Luce is my pick, which means we turn back to Luke for his 14th round pick. All right. Um, you know what? Let's 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 go with a little bit more grit uh, in an icon. Stu Barnes. Mm. Stu Barnes. Played center. Yeah. Um, I think that will actually round out our um, center core. Okay. But um, another icon of that... Um, turn of the century squadron mm -hmm. all right i like Stu barnes there uh he'll be your line four centerman correct yes sir all right so we turn it back to joe for two all right my back-to-back -back. Mm -hmm. first i'm gonna pick alex tuck to round mm -hmm. out as my third line right winger i thought i could wait on him okay <laughs> and then but i'm gonna be the first one to pick a coach i'm gonna pick lindy ruff our, Lindy. Okay. Yeah, he deserves to be the first coach. Yes, absolutely. All right, Alex Tuck and Lindy. You don't get Lindy the player. You get Lindy the coach. Yes, Lindy the coach. We'll see about Lindy the player later on. But Lindy coaching Lindy would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. All right, Tuck on the third line. So that's Pekka, Ramsey, and Tuck. That's a shutdown line, man. That's a shutdown line for, through and through. Luke's back up for... Um, for his fifteenth uh, round pick. All right. Um, what I'm thinking here, I'm going with a lot of guys from the same era. If I do this, but uh, you know, you don't. Know hang on. We'll throw that pick out the window. Let's what era? Were you, were you, uh, if I may ask. Oh, uh, you know the, the president's trophy. President's okay. trophy. Yeah. Uh, but um, I, I might forego that for now. Uh, let's see here. Let's go. Big guy. Big guy on defense. Left-handed shot. Richard Schmelick. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Richard Schmelick. Not a uh, fan favorite, right, when he played here. Like, my, I remember my dad always talking, you know, bleep about Schmelick for some really? reason. Really? But I, I, but I thought he was good, right? He played here from 92 to 02. Then he went Ten to years. Atlanta and won a cup with, with uh, New Jersey in his final year. It's a quiet 10-year Sabre career. I know. Uh, Six foot four. Yeah. All right. Um, so we've got 
Richard Schmelick off the board. Um, which means I am back up for my 15th round pick. And as it stands, I got my top three lines figured out. I'm going to move Luce to wing for now. Luce, I did look up. Like, he played every position when he was a saver. I think he played mostly center, but he played everything. Um, so I can move him around. O'Reilly, I know, could play everything. I moved him around. Um, I'm going to – I got to get some – I got to get some defense. But more specifically, I don't think I have another defenseman that could play the power play other than Rasmus Dahlin. I think I've got one guy, hmm. and that's pretty much it. So I'm going to go a little off the board here. Maybe, I don't know how much off the board you guys could tell me, but I'm going to go a little bit off the board. And I'm going to pick Yaroslav Spachuk. Oh, Ooh, I like it. Spacho like man. Spacho man. Listen, <laughs> Very like, nice. it's not a long career, but I want, I want that slap shot. That's all I want. Yes. That guy would raise the stick to the heavens. Like, he would raise the stick higher than anyone I've ever seen. It was straight over his head. And then he would just launch into it. And he was a fine defenseman. Like, he was good overall. Um, I mean, if he's on the team in 0506, they might have won the cup if they had done that a year earlier. Um, so I like Spotcheck a lot. I'm going to put him on my third pair and have him be my second power play defenseman. Um, and then with my next selection, I'm going to start building out my fourth line. And I'm going to start that with the center that I am going to have on my fourth line. And I may move around him a little bit because um, he's a little bit more offensive. But he was also good defensively. I'm going to pick Tim Connolly. Oh, mm. brilliant. Nice. Listen, yeah. Connolly, I thought about Connolly and Roy. Like, I don't really want to do both. Wh which one? Like, they're both kind of good second-line centers that we got mad at when they had to be the first-line centers. <laughs> Connolly, man, like, I we didn't really discuss, like, are we drafting these guys' peaks? Like, it's kind of their overall Sabre career. Connolly in the 05-06 playoffs is one of the highest levels of hockey I've ever seen a Sabre have. It was yeah. only two weeks, I know, but, like, I'm not. I have not seen a saber like Eichel at times. Tage last year. Like think of sabers that just for three weeks looked like the best player in the sport. Connolly mm -hmm. had a three week stretch like that. Man, that's another injury that I because the defense thing was so that was the storyline. But if they I had forget. Tim Connolly too, um, in the, in that conference final, could have been different as well. Yep, absolutely. Um, man. All right, Luke's back up for uh, round. We're in round sixteen. Round sixteen. All right. Um, you know I'm feeling it again. Another one of my favorites. Let's go with another winger here. JP Dumont. Five year nice. career. Five year career at the Sabers. Uh, of course. That another, was it. Yeah, 2000. Felt longer. Oh uh, six. Okay. Yeah. Huge playoff goal against Ottawa, Game Three. Yes, yeah, yes. One of my favorites. I mean, the building, like you thought, the roof was going to come off, and the uh, the celebration after, where he threw his arms in the air and did the little jog that's an, thing. That's an underrated uh, Rick Jenneret call too. Like, yes. it's nothing that mm -hmm. creative, but just the way he says J P Dubot. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> he is like like angry screaming it. Like I I don't know. I love the way he said his name. It was great. All right, J.P. Dumont to Luke. We're going to put Dumont. He's going to play with uh, Tage and Audette. Yep, I slotted him right there. So I have my my top three lines uh, sorted out now. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to today's show. Stay tuned. Part three, the final five rounds of our Lockdown Sabres, Cautiously Optimistic Sabres Super Draft. 
on the way next time. Joe DiBiase, Lucas Buckley, Joe Marino come back for the final few rounds here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your team every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.